Welcome to the Purposeful OT Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Emily Riley, founder of Purposefully Home and co-founder of Functional Futures in Scottsdale, Arizona. As an occupational therapist and functional design consultant, I work closely with senior care communities, trades, pros, and others in the residential home build industry in order to minimize the barriers that exist within the built environment. Each week, we will explore functional, intuitive, and timeless solutions in order to create home and community spaces that empower you to live your life with purpose. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Purposeful OT podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Emily Riley, and I am really grateful that you are here with me in this space. We are learning and growing in this together, and I'm just so hopeful to be able to share something that you find helpful or if you're not finding it helpful, I hope that maybe something resonates with you that you can share with a friend. So today is going to be a little bit different. Um, I am an occupational therapist, and if you have followed me or have been listening to these episodes, you are probably very familiar with that fact. I am just so passionate about helping and empowering people that I have created Purposefully Home, which is a small business here in Phoenix, Arizona, working with clients, their caregivers in the comfort of their home. And I'm really just so excited to have the ability to be able to work one-on-one with the individuals and their families and caregivers. But also I have this clinical background where I have worked a great deal of my career as an occupational therapist in, in communities and in more clinical settings, hospitals, skilled nursing facilities, long-term care, um, and assisted livings. And so having that perspective of really working to empower individuals, regardless of their ability or illness, to maximize their ability to help and manage themselves. And this is certainly a very difficult industry to work in, the healthcare industry. And I don't mean that just because of the circumstances that are going on right now, but I just mean that it's a difficult field all of the time. Um, It really does take a person of a certain um, aptitude and empathy. And there are some times where those skills can be practiced and honed and sort of taught. But a lot of times people that find themselves in this industry are natural born empathetic, empathetic people, um, empaths, I guess. 
and really have this call to serve, whether it is just because that's what we've witnessed in our personal lives from personal experience of illness, or because we have it in our family where we have other family members that have worked in the healthcare industry, um, or it's just been our own individualized natural calling. And there have been times where I've interacted with colleagues and professionals, providers, and caregivers that have been exceptional, really great mentors, really great um, and inspiring providers that they may have skills or just a mannerism that really resonates with the clients and the patients that they serve. But there are also instances where I have just been so disheartened and mortified by the way people act toward others, toward patients that they're working with or their family members. And there just really are no words. Um, And I know these things happen in all areas um, and being human, we're not perfect. So there are instances where people tend to lose control, um, lose control of their emotions, of their temper. And it's really challenging and it takes a lot of self-work for people to, um, you know, build their self-awareness and their insight and really have the skills and the strength to manage and utilize the resources for coping and and learning how to communicate and express themselves in a way that will minimize some of these unacceptable behaviors that exist. And this doesn't happen just among family members and friends that are acting as caregivers. It doesn't just happen with those that are being paid to do a job, but those are certainly challenging dynamics that that arise and can lead a person to maybe act in a way that they are not very proud of. Um, Just today, I had an experience where I was working in a group setting and there were multiple care providers and a lot of different moving parts going on. And when you are working with people with dementia or people with cognitive um, deficits related to brain injury or some other progressive illness, disease of the brain, it can be really difficult because sometimes their abilities or disabilities are invisible. And by communicating and interacting with the individual, they may initially on the surface appear to be just fine. But in reality, they are not just fine. 
And that can hinder their ability to express themselves in a socially acceptable manner. It can hinder their ability to manage their emotions and regulate how they react to certain situations. And trying to explain or reason may not be very effective. And unfortunately, in these instances, um, the situation can escalate pretty quickly. And we find this a lot with people that have dementia because we as care providers and caregivers and family members really want them to understand that they're in a safe place and they are being taken care of despite their paranoia or their hallucinations or their irrational thoughts. But over time, when it's repetitive and redundant and you've heard it so many times and you're maybe feeling exhausted or stressed or strained in any way, and it just takes that one last time where you react, whether it's with your words or, you know, smashing something in your hand or tossing it aside um, to make a statement. And that happened today. And I was just taken aback because I was trying to help to de-escalate a situation. But when people are not fully aware of how to interact with people that may have cognitive differences, um, it can be a little difficult in the moment to do some modeling or teaching. And so, you know, you have to be flexible and go with the flow, but it really was, you know, hurting my heart, I would say, um, because if I weren't there um, to witness that interaction, then that interaction would have gone unnoticed. And you know who gets blamed for behavior that's inappropriate or words that are inappropriate in times like that is the client, the patient, the one that is struggling, the one that is healing and recovering. And, you know, that is really unfortunate because they are clearly just responding to the environment in which they're in. And so I was really glad that I was there to witness that interaction because it was an opportunity to build that relationship between the dynamic, but it was also an opportunity to provide education. And once we kind of stepped away and took, took five, um, the individual apologized to me. And while I didn't really feel the need to have an apology towards me, um, I was grateful to, to know that that person recognized that that behavior and that response was not ideal. So we were able to have a conversation, which, you know, for both of us, I think was an opportunity for growth. And those conversations don't always get to happen. As I mentioned, you can find um, in probably documentation if you're a provider that people are aggressive or non-compliant. 
Um, if you're a family caregiver, you've just had your wits end and maybe you've reacted um, in a negative way or in a way that you regret afterwards. So, so it can be really difficult. But with all of that to say, I wanted to spend today with this uh, note that I had written um, as a blog post, I think last year. Um, but it's just something to help you think about maybe some of the circumstances that you find yourself, whether you are experiencing um, an illness or an injury yourself that you are recovering from and maybe struggling to express your needs and your, your difficulties, struggles. Um, maybe you do feel like you're not being seen or heard or maybe you are a care provider and struggling to connect with your family member or your um, care recipient if you're a paid caregiver. But whatever your role is, I hope that you are able to take this and find a way to implement it into your interactions in your community in your workspace, in your family space, um, wherever it may resonate or be relevant to you. Because we, we find ourselves in one instance or another where we are maybe making eyes towards something that we find irritating or inappropriate out at the grocery store or when we're traveling or maybe we ourselves find ourselves um, shutting down or closing off because we don't want to face the reality of what might be in front of us. So take a minute just to listen here and, and see where in your life you may be able to do a little bit better. A note to you, looking at me, judging me, getting frustrated with me, ignoring me and dismissing me. We all begin this journey with the same level of insight, none. It is the experiences we face, the outside environment that contributes to the lessons we learn and the behaviors we conduct. Whether it is cultural, physiological, chronic, congenital, or environmental, there are numerous factors that affect how we navigate this path. Although we start together, unknowing of what's in store, we quickly become divided, and it is mostly the differences that are acknowledged. I wish so badly that you could see how similar we remain. All I ask is that you meet me where I'm at. I didn't ask for the circumstances to present themselves and disrupt the expectations we had. I didn't ask the universe to burden you with stress, worry, and fear. I didn't ask to go through this life facing challenges beyond the norm. What I do ask is for your understanding. 
Do you know that we are still the same in many ways? We have different roles, fears, and stressors. But we do share is the fact we feel stress, we feel fear, we feel frustration, and we feel exhaustion. It might be hard to believe, but it really just looks different. Maybe it's outbursts, maybe it's addiction, maybe it's isolation. Maybe it's not knowing or understanding something seemingly small. Maybe it's a habit I may or may not have, or maybe it's a routine that looks different than yours. That's what makes us unique. And all I ask is that you meet me where I'm at. I see the way you roll your eyes and the way you clench your jaw. I notice when you whisper and try to dismiss my actions. I tend to feel invisible, not good enough or ignored. You try your best. I see how you try to balance each and every task. But when you think no one is watching, I know you feel the same. It isn't nice to feel invisible, sad, defeated, or ignored. No one understands the struggles, the reality we share, or the obstacles we face along this winding path. All I ask is that you take a breath and meet me where I'm at. Do you know why you feel that way? The tightness in your chest? Do you understand why you're embarrassed? Say sharp words or curse? It's all because the way we're raised and the experiences we face, the expectations and standards we hold are to be like all the rest. It's not a way to uphold a front and be something that we're not to act a way that is not harming you, but may challenge you and me to strive above what others think or say, to be unique and fun. So take a breath, relax, and play. Because I am this way, God made me. All I can do is ask for you to find relief and try your best to meet me where I'm at. Thank you for tuning into the Purposeful OT podcast. I'm so excited to share this space with you, and I look forward to highlighting projects, sharing stories, and having really fun interviews to discuss the built environment. As an occupational therapist, there are so many different ways we can contribute to creating functional and inclusive spaces. So tune in each week to learn how you can implement simple concepts into your home space right now. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with a friend. Tag the Purposeful OT on Instagram and share a photo of how you've implemented one of our tips and tricks. You can also head over to purposefullyhome.com and sign up for our newsletter to learn more about me and stay up to date on creative solutions to help transform your home.